Welcome to Mom Means Business, the podcast where we celebrate the incredible strength and resilience of moms who are turning their dreams into reality. With your hosts, Jamie and Jessica. This is more than just a podcast. It's your mom business meeting. So let's dive in, connect, and together let's show the world that mom means business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your mom business meeting this week. We have quite the lineup, and so let's jump right into it with today is the last flipping day of January. Yeah. Can we get some praise for that? Because, wow, the way January has been 10,000 days long. I know. Why is it like that? It's like that every year. And it's just like... I always know it's going to suck and it's so tragic because my birthday's in January, but then it's like, <laughs> it's like we're coming off the holidays. We're like getting back into the swing of work. We have so much to do. It's yucky outside and we're all just kind of like, what? I know. I mean, I don't know. I So I did some things at the beginning of January to like not have this January slump of like what the heck is going on. But honestly, I think it just made it even longer. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. It is unfortunate, Jamie, because it is your birthday month. But I know. And I wow. feel it every year. I really do feel it every year, like January and February. February, too, is not great, but I have lots of travel booked this February, so hopefully. I am so excited for your February travel. Can you give me a sneak peek to let me know if you're going to Las Vegas or not? No, we didn't. Not going. I ended up – I have a work trip next week. Um we are actually going to do like a remote design job, uh, like a remote design and console job. So taking my team up to State College, Pennsylvania next week and doing that. Fun. Um, and then Sydney and I, my carriage house business partner, we sold our management company at uh, the beach, the eastern shore of Virginia um, last fall. And we booked a trip to one of our favorite boutique hotels to celebrate for two days. Uh, however, I'm struggling because didn't realize when we booked, like, that's when a lot of, like, couples are celebrating Valentine's Day. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be really great. Because it's February it's- 15th to the 17th. And, yep. like, we just – neither of us are, like, Valentine's people. And we were like, yeah, let's go. So I've been trying to book us massages and pedicures. <laughs> Couples massage booked. Nothing. There is – I'm on wait lists and I'm like, why is this so hard to like get a pedicure or get a massage? There is nothing in the whole town. No one can give me a pedicure and no one can give me a massage. I'm like – That is so great. <laughs> I can't believe it. This is like a small town. Granted, like the boutique hotel we go to is like – a lot of the town and it's very popular. It gets a lot of travel. So I get that there are likely a lot of people coming in for Valentine's Day and they booked all the massages. They sure did. They said, we're going to book a spot here and we're going to book a massage because we know it's going to be booked up. I know. And I just thought it would be like a small town. I would just go in and like beep, bop, boop. I thought maybe I could even like walk in for a pedicure somewhere. Oh, mm -mm, not that weekend. No. I know. I even called this salon, like ready to lock it down. She's like, oh, honey, I only have an appointment for one at 9 a.m. that day. And I was like, well. Well, rock, paper, scissors, who's going to get the massage? (laughs) 
I also was like, really? This is for pedicures. I'm like, you really can't do two pedicure appointments at 9 a.m. Right. Really? Really? can't you – isn't there somebody in the town that's like freelance pedicurist? I know because there's a lot of nail techs here that do – they'll like come to your house or – Right. Yeah, maybe like, can I we just like that. figure out how we can pay them as a contractor to like, come in on like the to my biggest room. weekend? Yeah, okay. why don't you do that? Why I'm gonna work do that? on that. Yeah. I'm gonna work on that. That's a great idea. Also, way more luxurious than going to like a place because then you can have your own champs. You can have your own whatever. Like you bring it. You That's make your own true. experience. That's true. Wow, we just talked through that. That was great. Yeah, you're what right. a solution. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then I think I think that's all I have. And then it's like a short month. So Yeah. It's like it, it is a leap year, by the way. So yeah, for those of that. you born on February 29th, happy leap year. You don't have year. a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> you don't age this year. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. Cool. Well, um I let's go into water cooler talk. I have some things that I have been, I actually, I told Jamie, I was like, I actually took notes of like the thoughts that I wanted to talk about as opposed to just like being random. (laughs) Good job. Um, okay. So have you seen this jewelry where you can make it from your breast milk? Yes. Okay. Wow. New to this party here. Oh, this has been around a long time. I looked at it years ago. Well, okay. So first of all, I am almost three years. Wait, no, almost whatever. I have a three-year-old. So three years postpartum. And um, I have this one bag of breast milk in my freezer that Do I you really, oh, I can't get rid of it. I can't get rid of it. I told James, I was like, if you throw that away, I'm coming for you in your sleep. Like do not. And so anyway, recently I came across this company that can make me a beautiful ring out of my breast milk. And I told James, I was like, this is what I want for Mother's Day. This is what I'm going to do with this last pack of breast mm-hmm. milk in my freezer. It's been there for a reason. And so anyway, I'm hoping that that comes to fruition. I really want that to happen. But they are beautiful, these yeah, rings. It's really pretty. Like all of the all of the jewelry is really nice. I understand why that's challenging for you to throw it out. We had a um, situation when we lived on the farm in Scottsville where – I had a bunch of milk in the freezer, but it's like Rory was never going to drink it. You know, you're just like beyond that, but you have so much. Yeah. And our neighbors had a bunch of uh, baby sheep and their mom had rejected them. And I I gave them all of it. And all the sheep drank my breast milk. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Jamie, that is so weirdly awesome. (laughs) It was these two little twin sheep and their, yeah, their mom rejected them, wouldn't nurse them. And I was like, I got the thing for you. I got you, babies. <laughs> yeah, I gave like 50 bags. So I gave everything that was in my freezer. And Seem- no regrets. You were just like, this yeah. feels right. No, yeah, good way to go out for sure. Yeah. Because okay. also, I think it was too expired that I could donate it to a baby, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, it, and there's it, so many parameters to donate your breast milk too. Yeah. It's like, what did you drink? Did, yeah. what, did you eat? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. And your medicine, yeah. like if you were on any kind of medication, whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, not so much like I wanted to go through a company, but you know, there are people that you know, like I was in like a mom's group at the time and it was like, I I totally could have given it to someone, but it was like eight months old or something. So yeah, so it didn't, maybe, maybe more. Yeah. 
Anyway, I saw these rings. So I have this pearl ring that I wear all the time. And I told James, I was like, you get me that and I'll replace this pearl ring with no, that. No, you, that's like iconic for you. You have I to know. wear your pearl ring. Well, what, I mean, what fingers do I put it I'm on? I'm the just, same just... way. I'm a two ring girly. <laughs> I would love, I would never not. Yeah. Like, what do you do? I'm I don't know. Now. I don't know. Well, they also have necklaces. They also have earrings. Um, I like the necklace. That's probably what I would do. Would I do too. The necklace is so pretty. Anyway, I'm going to do that. I feel like this last bag of breast milk is in my freezer because this is what I need to do. And I'm just going to like, oh, the other thing, sorry, I'm on a tangent now, but um, the other thing that this jeweler will do is add the birthstones of the babies. I just love that. But your kids are always going to be like, oh, so you like Evelyn best because it was her breast milk. milk. Yeah. That's what I would say to my mom. And then I'm going to be like, but your birthstones are on this necklace too. And don't you forget that I breastfed you too. <laughs> I just didn't care about you enough to save a bag of right. your breast milk. Didn't care. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to do that. And I'm very excited. I, you know, after doing some research, I realized that there are multiple companies that do this, not just the one that I saw that I was targeted for on Instagram, but. Anyway, so I'll do some research, but yeah. Okay, two more things and then I'm dead. I, so I recently through Elizabeth's Girl Scouts just decided I was going to get like a magazine subscription. It was like very cheap and it helped her out and it was fine. So okay. food and wine. Okay. And I was like, well, I don't know if I really love a magazine. Like I hate, um, I hate magazines sitting on a table I hate magazines like laying around like I'm a very minimalist like you won't see anything on my tables like I hate unless it's magazines like, laying around I ugh. hate it I know I I do too okay but I so I got my first food and wine the you joy that came over me to be able to hold a magazine flip through it without being on a phone, a computer, ah. an iPad, just like literally flipping magazine pages, which feel different than a book, was just so refreshing. I was like, I read through it twice. That's how like luxurious I felt reading a magazine. Okay. Remember when you'd go get your hair done and you'd be like sitting under and you'd, yes. you'd like just be grabbing magazines off a table? Yes. Like Gosh. People Magazine. That's when that I'm caught up me on depressed. all the gossip. Me too. You know? Me too. <laughs> me too. And like, and I uh, had so many magazine subscriptions like before. Oh, I did too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, what were the magazines for? Like when you were a kid, you know, seventeen. When you were I got oh, seventeen. Yeah. L. I used to get L, but I don't L. really know why because I so did didn't I. love it. I didn't. It wasn't like it a, was like cool girl. Yeah. It was yeah. like just cool to get L. Yeah. Um. Anyway, take it back. Get just get one magazine subscription. And see how it makes you feel. I don't know. I just I, like I'm on the edge of my seat waiting for my next food and wine. <laughs> wow, I actually do have one magazine subscription, and I love it. Um, you're gonna be surprised by this, but it's Pioneer Woman. And what you don't even cook? Well, sometimes I do, and when I do, <laughs> I use one of her recipes. But I used to a lot, and I would like exclusively use her recipes because they're like delicious, easy, and cheap. Um, oh, yeah. and, and yes, that is correct. I do not really cook often, but I do tear the ones out of the magazine and put them in like a folder in my cabinet being like, 
one day I'll make this. <laughs> this looks really good. I would make this. <laughs> so let me put it in my cabinet for that one day that I might remember that I have this recipe in this cabinet. <laughs> and then you're like, why am I like this? Yeah. But Rory it's- has a kids Nat Geo subscription. Still with the Nat Geo. Yeah, and we read it like at night when he gets a new magazine, mm-hmm. and because he really likes like nonfiction fact related, like volcano animal science yeah, that's stuff. Great. Um, and yeah, it's just like when it sits on my counter for a long time that I start to get like. <sighs> well, here's the thing: I had such a great experience that first of all, it's still sitting on my counter, but I it's sitting there because I want to give it to someone to like also have a great experience. Mm. Like I want to send send it to somebody. And I just haven't taken the next step to, like, put it in the envelope, put an address on it. And so, like, it's sitting on my counter. Anyway, I'm either going to throw it away or mail it very soon because I am really done looking at it. (laughs) Feel it. Totally get that. Anyway, um, I can't remember what the other thing was that I wanted to talk about because I didn't write that down. So what you got? Oh, why do you do this to me, Jessica? I like I'm to just sorry. bounce off the things that you're saying. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. It was. I don't know. I feel like I'm just existing right now. Like I'm just like making it. I feel like I always say that, but January has just been really hard and it's like yeah. slow season and the rental industry and we have so many projects going on. I feel like work work is a lot right now. And then also just like, Rory finished his swim team on Thursday and I'm and I'm like so excited because he would do it every day for mm. forever. But it is really hard to go from school to an activity every single day. I feel like that frantic. is what we do. Yeah. And I feel like frantic with dinner. I feel like we're delayed on just like, I don't know. We just need to rest. Yeah. The resting is nice. Oh, like, go I ahead. Do, I do have a thing. Finish your thought because this is a different thread. Oh, I was going on your, on the same topic. I was going to give some reminders that like summer camps are probably being released in your area. So like, this is your reminder, get on the summer camps. What Um, are you doing? I don't know. So I, you know, I like a spreadsheet. So I started a spreadsheet of, um, different camp options when they open, um, like, and then we also have a budget because like we have two kids in camp and, and I've also listed out every week of summer. And like, there are some, some weeks where like, we won't put them in camp. Like we'll just have them be home. Like for instance, 4th of July being one of those weeks because we have off the 4th. And so we'll just do some family things and make it a fun week for them to be home. Um, but yeah, so if that's helpful, start a spreadsheet, put every week of summer, in that spreadsheet, yep. go yep. ahead and mark off the weeks that you don't need camp. Yep. And then you can start to make a list of the camp options, how much they cost, because we also have a budget per kid. Um, and then also that helps you not to overschedule. Because the other thing is like if, you know, one kid has – if they're in two different camps, like making sure you're not driving like to one end of the county to the other, you know, because they're in two different camps. So anyway, that's my method. I don't remember your question, but that's what I'm doing. Yeah, because I remember last year, you did something different with camps yesterday, last year. You, like, took some time on camps where the kids just weren't in camps. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. We decided this summer we're going to kind of do what we did last summer, where we're going to just put Rory in camp daily from 8 to 12. Mm-hmm. And then um, my mom and Kyle's mom will do pickup um, three days a week. 
which then gives me one afternoon and Kyle one afternoon where we can, um, like we joined it. We're going to join a new pool versus the pool we usually do and get ahead of that because I yeah. feel like it's always like May and you're like, dang it, I yes. didn't join the pool. I got the application today. I was like, good. okay. Um, thanks to my mom. She forwarded it to me because she's going to join too. Oh, um, good. Okay. So I, um, I grew up like in a puzzle family. Like I, I was telling oh. Kyla last night, like I, this is a core memory for me, but I like won an award when I was in Montessori for like my puzzle abilities. Oh my God. Of course you and did. And so, yeah. So like, but I grew up like my parents would be doing puzzles or like my grandparents were doing puzzles. Um, and my parents have gotten back into that. And every time I go over, I feel a little jealous. I'm like, I want to do that. So I went to this really cute local store in downtown Stanton. Um, and you know, those like Cavallini and co puzzles that come in like this, the cute cylinder. I don't know oh, if you've seen yeah. them. Uh-huh. So I bought one and I was like, I bought a thousand piece puzzle oh my it's God. on my dining room table and it is so easy for me to like, I, I wish I could just, like, I wish I was there right now doing my puzzle. <laughs> I think about it all the time, like any, and I'm just stealing time. Like I'm on, I'm on borrowed time. It's like any chance when I'm like, okay, put something in the oven. I have 10 minutes. I'm like, go so you're over there doing constantly. Oh my God. But do you even get one piece in the puzzle for those like 10 minutes? Oh, oh, I get wow. hella pieces in the puzzle. And like, so <laughs> I would say I'm probably like, I started it three days ago and I'm probably like 40% completion. Also, you said, I bought it three days ago and I am 40% completion. So is no one else participating, i.e. Kyle Rory, is not? Kyle, no. Kyle, no. Kyle comes over and he's like, this oh is so God. overwhelming. <laughs> and he did not grow up in a puzzle family. However, Rory is my puzzle child, so I will group colors together and, like, give Rory, like, 20 pieces and be like, Rory, make something happen with this. And he does it. He's done, like, I did the Cavallini & Co. It's very, like, biology, or Uh. at least the ones I've been buying. So it's, like, kind of a biology poster of, like, all these butterflies and, like, their um, scientific name. So Rory has put, like, two of the butterflies together. Like, he can very much get in the focus hyper focus mode like i mean it's hyper focus last night i've been going to bed at like midnight because i will close my laptop a puzzle puzzle. yeah i've been closing my laptop and then i'll be like i'm just gonna go to the puzzle for like 15 minutes and then it's been an hour here's my thing here's my thing i can do a puzzle love a puzzle i really have to be in the mindset to do it but here's my thing what happens when you put it together what do you do with it we're gonna take it apart and put (gasps) it back in the box (laughs) I have zero problem with that. What? You've just completed this thing. It's taken you how many days? And you're like, and good job, Jessica. Pat on the back and take it apart. Are you kidding me? I'll take a picture. No. Because this is going to be a part of a series for me because I'm going to go buy another one and I'm going to do it again because this is making me so happy. And they're so aesthetically – the Cavallini and Co. puzzles are just aesthetically gorgeous, like – so you're not I, doing like Pokemon puzzles, Star Wars, that we're out on that. But here's the thing. Then it's like, do you do the puzzle again? No. Well, maybe. You- It'll depend. It's like, you know how like, okay, so for me, the associations I have with puzzles are like if we went on a family vacation or if there was like a holiday where like our extended family was there, there would always just be like a puzzle happening on the table. So 
maybe in the future, yeah, but this is definitely a me thing. This is definitely a me thing. And it's on your table. I'm really impressed that you're letting this live on your table, but it's bringing you joy. So you're letting it live on your table. You're very much like a don't have anything on my island, don't have anything on my table, don't have anything on my yeah. my coffee table. Nothing yeah. clear. I'm not going to do it like this again. I'm going to get a really <laughs> large piece of cardboard that I put it on so oh. that I can like slide it under my couch when it's like nothing. That's a really <laughs> great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw. I guess if you grew up in a puzzle family, you have like puzzle tricks. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a girl I went to high school with and I saw that her dad just built her a custom puzzle table. What so does this like, look like? So like the leaves go down over top of the puzzle. Oh my god! So then like, you don't even see it. I was like, "Wait, I I want that." <laughs> Anyways, that's big for me on a puzzle kick. Kind of similar to the magazine thing. I'm just like, I like doing puzzles. Why am I not doing a puzzle? I would just be sitting over there on my phone. Anyways, like, what am I doing? Do a puzzle till midnight. Oh boy. Okay. It's so fun. Oh, I remember the other thing that I was. Oh, I have a mom jam, so we're not going to talk about books, but um. I'm going to talk about a book. So I'm reading Hooked. Is this a professional development thing? No. Oh, okay. I also learned this new word, smut. Is this correct? Oh, I love smut. Okay. Well, this is a very smutty. Don't so, you think Colleen Hoover is smutty? Not to this extent. Oh, no. really? Oh, wow. This is intense. What, like every page? Oh yeah, detailed. Oh, wow, do you love detailed. it? Detailed. Um, do you not think Colleen Hoover is detailed? Yeah, she is. But this is like, I don't know, a next level. Okay, this is very next level. Anyway, highly recommend. But got to be in the mood for it. Like, is it just like equal parts smutty to gruesome? Gruesome. So you, yeah. So you have to like really. So the smut is not part of the gruesome. They're separate. Okay, but, good. Yeah, no, no, it's not like that. But um, anyway, I, I'm medium on the book, but I would recommend to read it if that's what you like, if you like a smutty book, um, because that is there. All right. I'm not here for a medium rating, but I'll I'll take note of that. Um, I also have a medium rating. I'm currently reading The Other Misses. Okay. who's Who's that by? I don't know. But currently, medium, I'm already, so we don't know. If we keep up at the rate we're at, uh, I almost did a uh, did not finish on Goodreads, but I decided I'm going to stick wow. with it because I would currently give it like a two. It is just like you ever read like it, it's a um it's a uh, like a thriller. But mm. if you're a thriller reader, do you ever read a thriller that's just like overly chaotic and ridiculous? Because no, you that's read a how, thriller. That's how this is. It's overly chaotic and ridiculous. It's not, I like a thriller that's like, oh, like that response was accurate and that makes sense. You know, do you ever like mm-hmm. read a reaction and you're like, wow, the way you're reacting to this is like so not realistic and like insane. Um, anyways, uh, do not recommend. That's my – the other misses do not recommend. If you're thinking about well, picking it up. <laughs> this book – so I'm part of this like neighborhood book club now. I think I told you this, but like, yeah. I don't really know. I've never been a part of a book club. Like, I don't know what you do at a book club meeting, but I'm missing the first one. So I'm really. And it's hooked the book. 
Hooked is the book. So y'all gonna sit around and talk about what part of the smut you liked best? And I guess. So my friend is also part of this book club, and she's reading the book too. And she literally like, I felt like she was whispering to me, but she like texted me, "Have you finished Hooked?" Yeah, we're gonna have to have an offline conversation about this. Yes. Yeah. This is you know kid friendly. We can't get too into the weeds about it. But anyway, okay. Moving on. I have a mom jam, and I think you're going to love it. Okay. Hit me. I'm going to add it to my library as you speak it. JT, his new song, Selfish. Oh, I haven't listened to it. Put it on the playlist. It is really good. It's a jam. It's a pop. It's a, you know, I I think it like really, for me, it takes me back to like classic JT. Oh, okay. That's how I felt. Um. Anyway, I don't know if you've seen all the buzz about it because yeah. Britney Spears has the selfish song, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Whatever. Yeah, I did see that. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, you know what we've unlocked? Um, oh. This is <laughs> – this would be going for you, maybe. <laughs> we've unlocked an area of music of uh, Pokemon rap battles. What? They're actually pretty good. I recommend Pikachu versus Eevee and Lucario versus Mewtwo. First of all, you like this genre because you will like a Pokemon. I do not like Pokemon. But you know what? Because I'm a mom and because I'm selfless, I'm going to tell my son about this. It's giving like uh, there's like there's this one part that comes on and Kyle and I are like, like, is this Rick Ross? Like. (laughs) You have to. Kyle was like, Kyle left this past weekend, and now there's like, Rory's also on this big Godzilla bender, and we've been listening to like all this Godzilla music. And he's like, Oh my God. How did you find this stuff? I'm like, We literally just asked Google. We just went down like a Google hole of being like, Google, what what do I ask for this Pokemon rap? Tell her to play Pikachu versus Eevee. That's the name of the song. It's like Rap Battle Pikachu versus Eevee. Versus Evie. Okay. There is one inappropriate line in each song where like mm-hmm. we were listening to it and I was like waiting for Kyle to be like, wait, what? And he came through <laughs> for me both times. We were like at the table doing like clay and I was puzzling and the one part played and Kyle was like, looks at me. He's like, what? It's like, I know. Just, it's fine. We're, we're, <laughs> we're skating over it. We're skating over it. It's not that bad. One's a play on words. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the disclaimer, though. So, but then, like, I can keep an ear out for it. Yeah, it's just like honestly funny. It's funny. It's a it's a good giggle. The fact that you know this exists, like, I know. Wow, it's definitely really going to come through for me. Yeah, I really appreciate it. It's definitely a pocket of streaming music that I am tapped into. So, wow, you're welcome. Never have I ever. Mm-hmm. That was Kyle's thought. He's like, literally, how did you find this? <laughs> I'm like, that's the thing. I didn't. Google delivered it. <laughs> Just blame it on Google. I mean, you know. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's move into our business chatter. Um. So we have been talking about entrepreneur, entrepreneurship intrapreneurship and today we're going to talk about the trusted advisor um 
because I think they kind of go hand in hand. So we're going to talk about the trusted advisor definition, and then we have kind of a fun comparison that we're going to do. So let's go into that. All right. So this has been sort of a three-part series. We talked about the entrepreneur, um, and then we talked about the intrapreneur, and now we're going to talk about the trusted advisor. So stay with me as I find this definition for you. I should have been more prepared. Jeez. Okay. So this is from Forbes. It is a whole article on the trusted advisor, but basically it says um, that in a world of ecosystem partnering, everyone clamors to be in quotes, the trusted advisor, often without fully understanding what that means. Not every partner in your ecosystem can lay claim to that role, a role that, as it turns out, can be multifaceted. Um, So it is possible to claim that role at a strategic level in advising clients about their business at an operational level and managing the day-to-day or even niche specialties. Few can claim all of the above. So I think, you know, my takeaway here is that there's not just one trusted advisor. You might have... 10 trusted advisors, um, you know, and these people don't necessarily need to be in your company, just people in your life that you trust that can bring, shed some light on a part of your business. Okay. And I would say, this is like not from the article anymore, but this is just me talking. Um, that you would keep that group pretty tight knit, right? They don't, the trusted advisors don't need to know each other, right? Right. But that that group of people that you are deeming trusted advisors are pretty tight knit to you and understand you and also understand your business. And that there are also opportunities and um, places for you to place boundaries because what we wouldn't want, right, is this trusted advisor to then either take over or feel like they're so involved that they are now moving into your company, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, any, any thoughts to add there, Jamie? Mm, It's really relatable. Um, I think people that like are in entrepreneurship that have parallel businesses, this is really, really, really useful. Like, um, you know, for me, I have two parallel companies and my partner that I own a carriage house with, like she is someone that I feel like I can call and be like, I am having this situation with a client or like, what do you think about this? Or like, I'm thinking about using this verbiage on a neighborhood. Like, do you think that's accurate for this area? Like just so much more than that, but, um, you know, really in-depth conversations. And a lot of times we serve the same clients, but in different capacities. Yeah. Uh, So I, I think this is really, really important also because entrepreneurship can be a very isolating role. Like a lot of the weight and a lot of the things that you carry, uh, are challenging for other people to grasp and understand. So having someone to at least like help you with a portion of that. Right. Just like a piece really of critical. The, listen to this, a piece of the puzzle. <laughs> Here for that. I'm going to use, I'm going to use that metaphor all day long. All right. All right. Okay. So we've talked about all of these things. And so now I want to, um, 
I want to play a little game here. So let's make the mom, the mom role, be the entrepreneur. And honestly, a mom is totally an entrepreneur, right? Like your family is pretty much a business, right? Like let's just pretend the mom role is the entrepreneur. And it's so funny because I was thinking about this analogy and talking about this on the podcast and I was like trying to make some connections. And so I have an intrapreneur connection. Okay. So I would say that because my children are part of my business as a mom, that my kids are could potentially be intrapreneurs, right? And so Elizabeth was an intrapreneur the other day, and this is how. So her and Evelyn were in the path together, and Evelyn didn't want to wash her body. And um, I was like, you know, of course, doing the mom thing of like, Evelyn, wash your body. Evelyn, you have to wash your body. You're going to smell. Evelyn, wash your body. She's th- almost three. And none of it was working. And so here swoops in Elizabeth, my little launch intra, intrapreneur, okay? And she's like, hey, Evelyn, let's put our pajamas on with the bubbles. And you're like, brilliant. <laughs> you get a wheeze. <laughs> that's so clever. And so that's what she did. She, you know, put her pajamas on with the bubbles and then she took them off with the water. And now guess what? That's she's clean. how she's clean. And that's how Evelyn washes herself now. She says, sissy, I put my pajamas on with the bubbles. Now I take them off. Now, maybe she might do it two or three times, but I don't care. She's washing her body. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Anyway, I was like, yes, Elizabeth, thank you for just giving me some great content. (laughs) Yeah. Multiple ways to get a job done. What's that euphemism? Multiple ways to skin a cat. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway... Elizabeth was my little entrepreneur the other day. I love. I think also you're like, you know, assuming your partner is also part of your, your little business, they can also be an entrepreneur or a trusted advisor. So like, I think it's important to note that there can be dual roles, right? So there could be somebody who's inside your business who you would also deem a trusted advisor. Again, remembering that the trusted advisor, there has to be space for boundaries, right? right. You have to be able to like talk about that with that trusted person. Um, and to be professional too, because there's so many things that you just kind of have to hold to yourself mm-hmm. and really have someone outside of your company that you can kind of like, uh, I suggest a business therapist personally. <laughs> I mean, you bring a good point though, right? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody you know, right? It could be somebody you hire. Like didn't you have like a business coach for a little while? Like it could certainly be somebody you hire that is a trusted advisor to your business. Um, It doesn't have to be somebody you know or have a relationship with. Like, you know, I guess if we're going to use the mom analogy, like if you're in counseling or therapy, like I would say my counselor is a trusted advisor. Yeah, 100%. Like they are going to counsel and give me ideas on how to better manage me, which is better managing my business as a mom, right? Like, so I think, 
yeah, great point. It doesn't have to be somebody that you have a relationship with or that you know. It is. It could be someone you pay copay to or that you hire. Which might actually be better, TBH. Could be, absolutely, yeah. Um, okay, any other trusted advisor or entrepreneur examples from the mom perspective that you would give? Uh, my only perspective is that I am the CEO, so... That as a mom, CEO. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 100%. CEO, and I got two employees around here. Yes. <laughs> okay, who's where's Duke? He's like, he's also an employee. They, he, yeah, I would also call Duke my employee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kyle's like the uh, maybe like chief of staff or <laughs> look at you giving him titles even. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I would say. And Rory and Duke are 100% equal. They have the same hourly rate. Um... <laughs> <They're> hourly employees. <laughs> uh, yeah. They so good. <laughs> That would have. I would say I'm CEO, COO, CFO. This is me. I'm all of these things. (laughs) Same. And I would like to hear from people that aren't all those things. Can we please? Would love to hear. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you make that happen? Mm -hmm. Let me know. Give me all your tips. Would love to know. I'm going to also own that part of it is like me because I need to be in it. Me too. But if that is also you and you have let go, tell me how to do that. Yeah. And I think it's never too late to change and make changes. Like I'm constantly like this month, especially I'm like, I just, I'm so overburdened. We have so much going on. Like I need help. And it's like finding ways to be like, I give you this, take this off my plate. I give you this, you know, and it's never too late to make a change, even for things that have been established, like in your partnership for a very long time. I will say you are really good at that to be like, okay, I'm going to let this go, but now I need you to do it. And then you let that person do it. Like 100%. I just think you're really great at that. I find it really difficult for me to do that because I'm like, well, you're not doing it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> I would tell you that I still do that. Really? <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes I do. I have to I like I have to try really hard. That's like one of those practices where it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Don't let those words come out of your lips. Like you don't need to say that. Yeah. But sometimes I just can't help it. <laughs> it just comes out and then you can't take it back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But we were talking, Kyle and I were just talking about that this morning because we're like switching up, taking Rory to school and like kind of changing our oh, yeah. morning routine to make it less freaking chaotic because, you know, it's hard. Like if I have to get to a meeting right away after I drop Rory off. So like I'm getting my, that means that I'm doing full makeup, getting dressed. Yep. And that's probably two or three days out of my week. And that's a lot to like, you know, pack up the backpack, do all the things, like get breakfast for Rory. It's just, it's too much. It's a terrible way to start my day. It's not a successful way to start my day. So we've been switching things up. And Kyle told me this morning, we were just talking about like the teacher texted Kyle and was like, Hey, we can't find Rory's water bottle. And Rory's like, and Kyle's like, Oh, I put it in his side pocket in his backpack. 
And it's like, oh, well, that means it's in a different classroom. So they have to go get it. And I'm like, oh, well, I hold it while Rory puts his stuff in like his aftercare mm. classroom. Then he ta- And we were just saying, we're like, yeah, it's just like we're two different people. We have two different ways of doing it. And that's important. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's, it's okay. Yeah. And that's fine. He like, still no, has his water bottle. This is how bottle. I do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But also, I say that to you, like, oh, he still has his water bottle, but I would be the same way. Like, yeah. well, take it in your hand and right. here's the solution. Whatever. Yeah, I hear you. Um, okay. Well, let's go quickly into news in the business world. Um, so I was telling Jamie before we started recording that I subscribed to this newsletter. It's called Charter. C-H-A-R-T-R. And they give really great charts, like recap charts on just different things. And this last week, it was um, a chart on how many new businesses have been started from 2019. And, And they were saying that in, so Yelp tracked a record number of new businesses in 2023. And Yelp tallied a total of 762,000 new ventures in 2023, representing a 20% uptick on 2022. And so they're saying that- Isn't that crazy? And so they were saying that the pandemic inspired an entrepreneurship boom. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) Yes. Um, they said as an increasing number of Americans take their economic fates into their own hands. <laughs> so true. I mean, yeah. just think about it. I was thinking about that in my friend group the other day that I was sitting in and I was like, wow, so many people like sitting in this circle work for themselves. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So anyway, I wanted to share that with everyone. Um, new businesses are booming. So if they can do it, you can too, and you definitely should. But also you should start from episode one (laughs) of our podcast because we walk you through exactly how to get started. And actually, Jamie, I just read this book. I think I told you that Your Next Five Moves by Patrick Bet David. Highly recommend if you want a a professional development read. Um, Anyway, he walks through the same steps we walk through on our podcast and I hadn't read that book before. So anyway, that's cool. Yeah. I was like, okay, validation. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 So anyway. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for our business meeting today. Do you have anything, any, any last burning thoughts, ideas? No, but I have one water cooler topic to talk about next time that I'm going to write down right now. Great. Great. Oh, we have a guest next week. Um, and I guess I can release who it is now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, Brittany Boyce from something blue charcuterie. And that's all I'm going to say. Cause she's going to join our podcast. We're going to run it like normal. We're just going to have a same business meeting agenda and we'll just save our business chatter to ask her some questions about her company. So if you have questions for her, you should write in and let us know. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome to Mom Means Business, the podcast where we celebrate the incredible strength and resilience of moms who are turning their dreams into reality. With your hosts, Jamie and Jessica. This is more than just a podcast. It's your mom business meeting. So let's dive in, connect, and together let's show the world that mom means business.
that's a wrap on today's episode of Mom Means Business. We hope you enjoyed this empowering conversation and found inspiration to fuel your journey as a mom and entrepreneur. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and suggestions at the Mom Means Business podcast at gmail.com. Connect with us on social media, share your experiences, and let's continue this incredible journey together. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of our Mom Means Business community. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, balancing your life, and remember, you are unstoppable.